Yo, it's Alex Terranova, and welcome to Flip the Lens, where Brie Holland, London Papa Michael, and myself smash down the walls of perfection, performance, and looking good to dive face first into deeply vulnerable and personal conversations where we expose and explore what it means to be authentic and how to succeed in a world desperate for a facade. What's up? And welcome back to Flip the Lens. Brie, we have another episode without London. What do you think about I this? I know. What's he, he's like over there making up for Corona, trying to get swole. <laughs> corona muscles. Yeah, he's like, it's like the comeback. He's like, yep. the come up, come up and the comeback. Um, I think, you know, I, I think it's cool for us to share, you know, one of the things that we talked about when we started, and I shared this with uh, someone the other day. It was like, you know, we started this podcast and we wanted to do it all about authenticity. And part of authenticity is perspectives and like the way, cause authenticity is different for all of us. And then all of a sudden we're like a couple episodes in and I go, I think we messed up and, and we have this conversation and I'm like, well, we limited our perspectives, like in the sense of now we're all different. Obviously London's a personal trainer. He's Greek. He has very unique experiences with his parents. Um, I grew up, my mom's Jewish. My dad's Catholic Italian. I grew up in LA. I'm, 38. I'm single. Um, well, I'm in a relationship, but I'm not married. I don't have any kids. You are, you grew up in Africa. You live in Iowa. You have three kids. You have a partner who's not your husband, but you guys have been together for 10 years. Like we all are very different. But when I say we messed up is I had this realization that was like, Oh, we're also all white. And one of the things that uh, that we've all talked about is the only way we can do a really great show if we bring in perspectives is to try to bring in other voices. So that doesn't mean not just white voices, but it means we need to find people that are not straight. We need to find people that don't identify as male or female. We need to find people that are black, brown, yellow, blue, people that have been police officers, people that have been in the army, like literally people of all walks of life. It's never ending. And... Um, so every time one of us is gone, we actually get that opportunity to continue to expand. So we had Miyoko Taylor on here when I was gone. Um, and we want to com- continue doing this. And I say this because if you're a listener and you like this show, maybe you're like, I want to be on this show. I have something to add. I'm different. I see the world differently. And you might look like us. It might be something about the way you grew up, right? Like, who knows? You might look completely different. Maybe you barely speak English, you know? But if you have something to add, let us know. Reach out to us. And maybe it's not you. Maybe you know someone who you're like, oh, my God, they got to be on the show. Let us know because we want more perspectives. I think we all agree that, like, the only way human beings can improve or become better is to actually become empathetic, to see, like, to be, to see, like, hey, the way we see the world and our truth is not the truth. Bree, is there anything you want to add to that kind of before we... Yeah, no, I think that it's a really great perspective to have other people on that, especially that we, some of us don't know very well, so they get a voice without being prejudged or predetermined of what the topic is. A lot of times we come on here, just like today, you're listening to this episode, there was no discussion, there was no meet and greet. These episodes are supposed to be open discussion so that somebody else can have a voice and give their opinion and have a roundtable discussion. You know, we've talked in episodes before about how we all three, London, Alex, Brie, we all see the world differently. Um, But just giving that opportunity to other people um, so that it is very diverse, so that there are lots of opinions. And it doesn't mean that one is wrong or right. It just means that 
there's more than the eye can see, which I think is what we're going to talk about today. Um, but let's welcome our guests. <laughs> You're sitting there silently. <laughs> yeah, let me. So this is the first. This is cool. Because not only do we have a guest, but we have, uh, um, I, I don't know. I don't know if you were, you were on The Walking Dead. I don't know if you played a zombie or not. I'm like kind of hoping that, no. Oh, okay. So, but <laughs> you've done a lot no, of things. You've been, I, I, I don't. I don't. I'm not a zombie. I kill the zombies. So, oh, okay. I'm still on oh. it. So you're hearing the voice of Shalane Demarest. Did I pronounce it right? Almost. Shalane. 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 This is Shalane Demarest, right? Yes. Correct. Awesome. Thanks for correcting me. I apologize. <laughs> uh, as I joked with you before, I literally have name anxiety. I've been sitting here like trying to say it in my head. <laughs> um, thanks for being here. You, first of all, you, we, we asked you to be here on last minute notice. So thanks for being somebody who says yes to things at the last minute, jumps in. You don't know me or Brie. We've never met before. You know London. Thanks for just saying like, hey, yeah, I'm going to jump in and, and go ahead and, you know, hop in here. Um, I pre we, Thank you. You, you're, you are a veteran of the U.S. Army. You right. have been a personal trainer. You've done acting. You've done social media uh, coordination. Uh, now you're a journalist. And yes. uh, I mean, is there anything you want us to know about you before we kind of hit on this topic of like prejudgment and the opinions we have of others without actually knowing? Yes, I, I myself have hit all of the buttons that you mentioned earlier. I am a woman of color, but I'm a woman of color of mixed ethnicities. So I am the perfect example of what, if you were to refer to me as African-American, there's a part of me that kind of like, yeah, because I'm not all African-American. My father is half African-American, half American Indian. My mother is Chinese, Filipino, Spanish, and hence here I am. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, I mean, and, you know, I'm a, I'm a female veteran and I'm, pro, I'm not ashamed to mention this, but I'm a female veteran with PTSD and MST. So not all the rumors that you hear about people with, with PTSD are true, you know, and people with disabilities, you know, it's not that we're disabled. We just, mm, our abilities are different. So that's pretty much me in a nutshell. So going into this episode, what is something that you want listeners to take with them through this episode? I think it's important that we not just hear your credentials of what you do, right? But, and you don't have to share political views, but like, what do you want people to glean? What is it that, that you want people to get from you, what you share? Like, who, who's Shalane? Tell us a little more about you. Right. Okay. So for me, the whole reason why I got into journalism in the first place is because of my background, um, coming back, um, coming from, excuse me, um, a background, domestic violence, domestic abuse. And I wanted to use my voice for those who are not strong enough or who may not even be in a position to say anything. You know, I empathize with them. And uh, so with my veterans with PTSD, I'm an advocate. You know, so I wanted to use my voice. So for me, as an individual, just because I might post something on social media doesn't necessarily mean, you know, I'm just all about that. I am many things, but what I am is an advocate for the truth. 
and I will speak the truth. It may not be your truth, but I will come with you with facts and examples to show you like, look, it's not always this way. Just open your mind. Let's have this conversation. And that's really what I'm all about. I love that. Aaron and I, Aaron's my fiance. We've been together 10 years and we were talking, I don't know, a couple days ago when all this stuff in the world started happening and he's like, I don't see it as black and white. Not that I don't see color, but there's so many shades of gray. I think that's what you're saying is mm -hmm. people automatically would see you as African-American or, you know, black, you know, woman of color. But even just introducing, you're like, I've got this and this. <laughs> like, if people didn't stop or, you know, somebody wanted to prejudge, I'd be like, oh, an African-American, right? Um, so there's so many levels and shades of, your background. I would never guess army. <laughs> I would never guess military. I would never guess anything walking mm -hmm. through target and seeing you. So it's, it's really fun to see the background. But I think what we want to talk about is those preconceived judgments that people make. We all are on social media. Um, we all have friendships. We all have connections and how much we determine how much we want to invest info to another person they make their assumptions and judgments based on their lack of or a lot of information. So it's basically predetermined what they're going to think of you, mm -hmm. whether it's true or not, whether they know. It's like, I feel like sometimes I don't show that I'm very pregnant, but sometimes I just need a t-shirt. Like if I'm crying in my car, I'm fine. I'm just hormonal. I'm pregnant. So we all need those, like, I'm not drunk. I'm just this silly. Like those t-shirts to like explain. <laughs> you feel like you need this. <laughs> explanation do you guys feel like that like you always need an explanation like I swear I'm not X it's just this and so many people just see the white piece of paper that is Instagram of there's her picture her hair and makeup is done I'm like y'all like that is my life one day out of 14 days when I take all my pictures and I change 17 times like mm -hmm. I am in sweats <laughs> so well you know for me is I get frustrated when people look at me. Obviously, you see I have long hair. Automatically, it's assumed that it's not real. It's real. It's all mine. Do I have to? You know, and I've had people touch it. I've had people like try to like do all that. No, it's real. It's messy right now because I come from the gym, but it's real. Um, my husband is white, so there's that. There's that conversation. Everything what's going on. So it's like. Oh, you're a sellout. No, it's not that I'm a sellout, Matt. Like his birthday's today. That's why he's he's gone. I sent him away. <laughs> but, you know, today is the 50th anniversary of loving. And that was the decision from the Supreme Court that actually allowed interracial marriages to be legal. So you think about it. 50 years ago, a union such as my husband and I was not legal, you know? But people make assumptions. Oh, you're a sellout. Oh, he's this. And and I won't even mention the really ugly names that he gets called, but you know, unfortunately he deals with it, you know? And then last but not least, yes, I'm a U.S. Army veteran. What did I do in the, in the Army? I was a cop. So I hear both sides of the badge, and it's like I'm in the middle. And it's really sticky because I understand as a cop, you are trained to do this type of job. We're not mental health you know, analysts, we're not doctors, we're there to protect and serve. But what happens when this person, you know, is they're, they're not obeying what you're saying. So, okay, now I have to implement a little more force. 
But there's a gray area at the end of the day that that uniform comes off, but sometimes what is underneath the uniform is a human. And humans, they do things. And then now we have what's going on now. So yeah, it's all that assumption going on. Oh, you're a cop, you're this, you're that. I want to touch on it from like a completely different side because, you know, I notice where my, where I'm typically prejudged or I'm biased isn't usually about race or gender. And, and I know I do that. I know that like, I'm not, that there's, first of all, we all do it. Everyone is, has implicit bias and bias that we don't even see. But I all know, like, I know for sure I can do a better job when, like, noticing my bias, noticing my prejudice and whatnot. But, but I notice the place that it shows up the most for me has to do with success. And the reason I point to this is like when I look at, when I see somebody on social media, right, that's where we see, we see so many more people online now than we do in real life. And I see someone on social media and I know people do this to me. I go, oh man, so-and-so's killing it. And it's like, because of their posts, what they're sharing, what they're doing. And I have these, and I, all of a sudden I have these judgments about how much money they're making, how happy they are, where they're traveling, what their kids get to do. And then I flip it and I use that information to attack myself. I suck. I'm not good enough. And then I try to like my subconscious flips it back. Oh, they're probably like selling out or they're probably not honest or, you know, something to make me, this is all happening right behind the scenes in my mind. And I know people do it to me too, which is what gets me really present to it. Someone will call me and go, Hey, can I ask you your advice? And I'm like, sure. What do you want? And they're like, you know, you've done this, 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 and they're listing off these things. And I'm sitting on the phone going, they think I'm like way better. They think I'm like the rock over here in my success <laughs> because I'm on some podcasts because I wrote a book and it's not to, I don't want to downplay what I've done because I'm really proud of what I've done. But because of the way they've perceived me, they put me on a pedestal to a place that I don't necessarily think I am or what it's none of it's real, right? Where I think I am or where I'm not isn't even real, where they think I'm. And we go into interactions with people from these hardcore biases that sometimes have to do with gender, sometimes have to do with race, sometimes have to do with religion, sometimes have to do with money. It's so many different places. And, you know, I, I noticed that I, so I'm, I'm throwing that out there cause it's like, it could, this can exist in fitness even, right? You see someone's body online and you make all these assumptions about what they've done, what they haven't done, what they aren't doing, what you should be doing. And I think this messes with our happiness more than anything. Yeah. What do you think? I, I definitely agree with that. I think that I, I started picking up on it when we had our second daughter and it wasn't racism. It wasn't anything like that, but so many comments about their fathers. Everyone assumed that they had different fathers because they look completely different. And it was crazy to me. And I still get it sometimes if I'm with his sister-in-law, she's from Thailand. And my first daughter is very dark haired, brown eyed, dark skinned. Uh, I mean, I'm Indian. I just happened to get the Dutch side of my family and my older sister got the Indian and it carried down into my daughter. But it's interesting when we were together, everyone assumed that it was her daughter. And now, I mean, we have three now and pregnant with the fourth, but the second one came out and she was like blonde, blue eyes, light skin. So of course, you know, she looks more like me. 
but they look so different in comparison when you have them together. People assume that they have different fathers and it's crazy, just something so small. And I know the truth, but again, going back to that explanation of feeling like I have to tell people, like I have to somehow convince or explain like when I shouldn't have to, but so many people online see my children. And when they come to my Instagram page, they just assume, Oh, you know, she's not married. We talk about, you know, this is my boyfriend just assume that I've had children from a previous relationship. And so I think, uh, I've seen this multiple times, a lot of, uh, couples, big name couples on Instagram and social media separating right and people have these preconceived oh it's so sad like this happening you know I knew them so well I'm like did you know them or did you know what they put out to the world like you didn't really know Kristen Cavalieri and Jay Cutler you know he's in sports and she has a jewelry line and was on MTV but like do you really know them or do you know what their business is and what they put on social media and I'm sure Shalane same for you like the cop thing that's so cool that you're so diverse with your jobs with what you do but unless there's a conversation, I feel so prejudged. I feel really prejudged in my family. I feel like anything I put on social media and then people assume they know me and people have these assumptions that, that they know me. And I mean, I'm like, I don't put everything just because you see me every day. I do not talk about my sex life every day on social media. It doesn't mean I don't have one or that it doesn't exist. I mean, you know, pregnant, sick. You yeah. should start. You guys should. You guys should start doing that. <laughs> <laughs> the, new, uh, the new podcast. Okay, <laughs> for you, like being a woman in the military, and like that in itself is you're a minority there. And then I'm actually curious how that, you know, what did you learn about yourself from? It's, it's, it's cool because you have these things where like you as a human in the world we live in are unique with all your different backgrounds. And then you choose to go into being a police officer in the military, being in the military as a woman, you're again, you're going to be a minority in that situation. What did you really learn about you from, from all these experiences where you don't necessarily fit into the box? Well, I came into the world not fitting into a box. I came from two <laughs> different yeah. ethnicities. So I, I have always been that square in the round hole. I mean, that's just me, you know. But going into the military, I discovered that I was, I, I didn't have a choice. I was a lot stronger than I gave myself credit for. And I really learned it when I was stationed in Germany because going there, this was right before um, the wall came down. I am a Desert Storm veteran, so I went to Germany right before the wall came down. So when I was there, it was like the wall came down, the two Germanys unified, and then boom, Desert Storm. Um, but the thing for me was I was, for my unit, I was a female cop. I was the only female cop. And then on top of that, I was the only person of color of that unit. So I had to learn how to be mentally strong because there was a lot of things that happened to me, which unfortunately is the reason why I, I've been classified the way I've been classified. I don't pay attention to it, but you know, I, I've been called names. I've been harassed. I've been ridiculed and then like, and that's just from the people that are my, my, you know, my fellow soldier. But when I go out into the nightclub when there's a fight and my partner is a male, you know, I had to hold my own. So I really had to learn 
how to be strong and dismiss a lot of the, I call it the white noise, the static that's out there, you know, and just move forward. Um, I'm thinking about how, how do we do, it's almost like, what do you both do to do better in this conversation? Right? Like I just try to check myself from like making up these things about other people. Like I try to notice, Oh, you're doing it right now. And I Mm -hmm. try to go that those things are all in your head. What do you both do? when you're noticing that you're, you're doing it. Cause it's like, we can't tell other people what to do, right? Like people are going to do what they want, but what are you both doing when you notice you're prejudging, when you're, you know, uh, determining people who they are based on what they show online or how they show up and how, you know, and how that affects you. Um, I know for me, this, uh, I think the best example would be, I, um, my husband and I, we have like a little side business that we do. We help fundraise for a nonprofit called Pets for Vets. They rescue animals and um, they're trained to become companion pets for veterans with PTSD. And there was one particular situation where this woman, I come out of the bathroom and this woman is yelling at my husband. And I was like, oh no, you didn't. <laughs> so I go, I go and as I, as I listen, she's just, she's going on, she's yelling at him. And my husband is saying things like, sweetie and darling, you know, and and so after it's all said and done, I put myself in her shoes because I'm thinking, okay, she can't be this bad, but she's a business person. So obviously we're in the same realm. We're here to do a job. It's just two different business models. So I'm trying to put myself in my shoes rather than looking at her, you know, saying, oh, she's a bitch or she's, you know, or she's, or she's, um, she's, uh, you know, she's a judge her on appearance. She's fat. She's this, she's old. I really put myself in her position. And then long story short, I found out that that prior to that altercation with my husband, her luggage was lost on the flight. She's pretty much there, you know, hungry. She, you know, her money is like, you know, she barely has anything because she apparently, I don't know what was in her suitcase, but she made it sound like she really didn't have anything everything that she needed was in that suitcase. And so by the time my husband came along, it was like, that was the straw that broke the hands back. So afterwards I found something on the floor that belongs to her and I gave it to her. And, you know, I went and said, you know what? I know you probably have a really bad day. I hope it gets better for you. And that right there was, she just started just crying and she appreciated the fact that I didn't judge her. And, you know, wrestling weekend, she was like, Great. She was giving me stuff left and right. So, and then I told my husband, you may not want to dress a woman who's like really upset by calling her sweetie. That's like not what you want to do. So. I love it. I think that for me, navigating social media or prejudgment versus, you know, where I really want to go. I know Alex said it's, it's easy to get wrapped up in seeing other people and their success or assuming things. And for me as a mom, as a partner, like, I have to check myself all the time of where am I headed? Where is my head at? Where's my heart at? Why am I doing certain things? Why am I thinking certain things? Why do I feel less qualified? Why do I, you know, any type of account that I follow, if I come away from that account on social media and go, I feel like crap, 
I, I quite like why they have more money. I'm assuming they have more money. I'm assuming they're cuter. They're prettier. They can do their makeup better, whatever it is. What about that impacts me so greatly and I can turn it off. So not that I want to silence other people's opinions or other people, but the noise, like you were talking Shalane about the, the noise that you have to cancel out and, and come back to your truth where you're centered and go, does this align with where I want my kids and my, my partner to be headed? And if not, I can, I can silence it. I can regroup. I write down 10 things in my life of where I want to be every single morning as if they've happened. And it just realigns me with, it doesn't matter if I have a million dollars. What would I do with a million? If, great. That person on social media has made a million dollars in their business. Great. I am, I have just made enough and we hit a goal this month of what we need and what we're aligned with. So I think I have to check myself every day. Why am I, why am I doing this podcast? Well, <laughs> Alex said we have to do 50 episodes. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we, we discussed together. What's a goal? Like, so that we're all in this on the same page, right? Why am I doing this podcast? It might be different than Alex in London or Shalane, you getting on and sharing your story might have a different purpose or, you know, wanting to share your voice for a different reason. But for me, it's, it's something that I can give to a community and makes me feel like my voice is being heard. And it's not a paycheck, right? We don't get paid to do this. We're sitting on here talking. We don't get paid. But at the end of the day, it helps me align and go, do I really want to help people? Do I really want to have a voice that matters? Do I really want to share from my heart and have that adjust and change people's lives for the better? Yes. Great. The podcast I don't get paid for, but I want to do it. So every day I wake up and go, you know, Karen online can yell at me because I'm not supporting Black Lives Matter like she is or what she thinks. But at the end of the day, I can look back and go, I supported what my truth was, what I felt was right. I said the words. And if people don't take that the right way or they don't know my background, I don't have to prove it to them. If I know that I'm aligned with my values, I can lay my head down and go, I know I did the right thing. Even if it wasn't the easy thing, I'm sure going and, you know, dealing with everything that you dealt with as a woman of color, you knew you were standing up for something that you believed in and wanted to do. And it didn't matter about what a guy is going to yell at you or holler, or I'm sure there was lots of name calling and things that you had to battle. But at the end of the day, I see your core of like, this is what I chose to do because I feel it in my heart and my gut that this is what I need to do to serve and, and be of value in my life and use my life for good that looks different for everyone. And so when I show up on social media, I check myself and go, did I add value? Yes. I shared a pair of maternity shorts. Is everyone going to appreciate that? No, but the one pregnant mom that needs a belly support right now with what's going on in the world doesn't make it bad. It doesn't make it wrong. It doesn't mean that I don't support and I could have all of that noise but it doesn't matter because I know I helped pregnant mom feel better, right? So I did my job. I feel good. And Karen, who's going to message me, isn't going to understand. And I don't have to make her understand because we are full of a world of opinions and differences. And that's great. And I love that. So um, I don't know if you want to comment or wrap us up with that, but. I just have one thing I want to just say and then I'll, you know, because I know we're yeah. running. Um, just, just understand you are leaving a legacy for your kids. Your kids are looking at you 
and they're and they're like seeing how great their mom is because her mom is not selling out. I mean, their, their mom is not selling out. Their mom is sticking true. And you are setting an example. You're setting a legacy, just like I'm setting a legacy for my son, you know, and my new grandchild, you know. So it's like, just understand, you know, you're doing fine. Thank you. Yeah. I so appreciate you getting on here. I think it's interesting to, first of all, get to meet so many new people. And I know like our listeners want to hear and see from other people points of view and just connect with other people that have not necessarily similar views, but just a voice that's encouraging, that's supporting, you know, what, what's right in their opinion. And I think it's good to hear that diversity of Hey, Alex, Bree, Shalane, we all came on here with different views of how this podcast might go, what the topic might be, the questions, but we were all able to come together to have a conversation for other people, for ourselves, to just voice it. And I, I think it's really important that people hear your story as well as so many others. Um, so we appreciate you getting on and just kind of being open about this topic. It's not always easy to talk about those things. And I know some of our followers come on and listen and go, well, unfollow. <laughs> like, but I think for the most part, the conversations that we have here are really vulnerable and powerful to the people that listen. And they understand that we're not coming here to say what's right or what's wrong. We're on here to have conversation. And so we appreciate you sharing your voice and congrats on the grandchild. That's exciting. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but to our listeners, thank you for getting on and having this discussion with us. And we hope you continue to follow along. Uh, Alex, do you have Shalane's info or we can put it in the description? Well, where do you, do you want people to follow you? I was looking at like, you have people that follow you on your Twitter, on LinkedIn. Is there an Instagram? What, what's the best way for someone well, to- Well, I think on LinkedIn, I'm excuse me, on Facebook. Good gracious, Instagram will be the best. I am FOY1966. All right. Awesome. And thanks for being here. Thanks for your service. Thanks for sharing, you know, thanks for jumping Thank you. Yeah. And we'll, uh, you know, share this episode with somebody that needs to hear it. And we'll, uh, we'll see you all next time. And with London's new bigger, badder muscles. Thank you for listening. It's not easy to create these episodes, but we know it's important. We need more real, open, and honest conversations because we know that whatever you're going through, whatever you're dealing with, you're not alone. A life pretending isn't worth living. So please share this podcast with a friend and thanks for listening.